Welcome to She Decided to Run Her Way, a podcast created for the aspiring female runner or one in the making who is ready to let go of the pressure to perform, quit chasing someone else's pace, and start embracing her own. My name is Pamela Otero, a certified running coach and personal trainer, and each week I'll be sharing practical running strategies and mindset shifts to help you do just that. So, if you're ready to run your way, then grab your running shoes, lace up, and listen in. So often, when I'm meeting new people, they ask me what I do for a living. You know, the question we all ask people when we meet them for the first time. And usually when I get asked, what do I do for a living? I usually respond with, eh, I'm a running coach. And immediately, they take a small step back and usually they'll say one of two things. Now, depending upon their comment or their question or their response, I can already tell if they're my kind of people or not. And if they're not my kind of people, they usually say something like this. Oh, really? A running coach, huh? Of course, they're quickly looking at me up and down with a skeptical smirk and a raised eyebrow on their face. And I think it's because I don't look like the stereotypical runner. I'm not lean or thin. I look like an average woman. I'm not out of shape, but I'm not a fitness model either. And I actually think it's kind of silly when you think about words, but I'm not even quite sure what average and typical really mean. But sometimes if I'm feeling a little snarky after hearing them respond um, with a running coach, huh? I'll usually boldly say back to them, yeah, and I'm a personal trainer too which usually leaves them responding with, really? Of course, both their eyebrows are raised on that one. (laughs) And I hope, as I just shared this little conversation I have with people that I meet for the first time, I hope you can feel the energy that I'm trying to get across here. I hope you can sense the judgment in their responses. Because if you were sitting right next to me right now in person, you totally understand by looking at my facial expressions. And I'm curious, have you ever felt that sort of judgment when you tell someone you're a runner or that you're going to start running? You know, that, that unspoken judgment, that feeling you feel inside that you're not quite good enough. They're kind of judging you. Sometimes they even have that perplexed facial expression or raised eyebrows, you know, the person you're talking to has. Responses like that used to bother me so much. I always felt inside when I got a response like that with a little bit of that judgment and attitude coming back at me. I always felt not good enough. I always felt like I wasn't measuring up. I didn't have this fit enough image. And I'd often stress out, I do too many workouts, I try to really focus on getting thinner, becoming fitter, and sometimes it wasn't always because of those sorts of reactions I'd get from other people when they found out what I did for a living. 
sometimes I'd get stressed out and I do too many workouts and I try to be, you know, work really hard to get thinner or become more fit because I felt I needed to be fitter and thinner than my clients. Or at least I'd worry about not always being thinner than them. Because if I was the coach, I sure as heck better have it all figured out, right? Pretty, perfect, and polished was always top of mind with me. Now, if you're a client who's listening in right now, well, there you go. I just shared a little something with you that you never knew about me. Yep, I used to worry about those sorts of things all the time, which actually played a small part, not a huge one, but it did play a small part in why I hit burnout and breakdown one too many times. I was playing the perfect game. And if you're not a current client listening in right now, but you're someone who is either considering getting into running, getting back to your running, or currently you're a runner, have you or do you ever feel that pressure? Always feeling like you need to fit the image of who a runner is. Stressing out about, you know, the workouts and the runs that you're doing. Always feeling like you're not doing enough or you're not doing it right. Feeling like you're going to be judged by how you run or how you look. Well, today I want to talk about that. And today I want to offer you and I want to go over three things, three thoughts. They're, they're really three perspective shifts that I think would be helpful for you to focus on moving forward when it comes to your running and your fitness. And these three perspective shifts are this. Number one, pretty, perfect, and polished is a bunch of bullshit. Looking perfect and living perfectly isn't real and it's not realistic. The second perspective shift I want you to make today and that I'll be talking about is making it messy. When it comes to your running and fitness, make it messy, especially in the middle, because that's where the magic happens. And then the third perspective shift or thought or thing I want to be chatting with you about today that you want that I want you to consider is that messy middle where the magic happens, that messy middle magic, it produces a ripple effect with your running that makes the running matter less, but it's going to keep you running more. And it's that rip that ripple effect that I'll explain in just a bit that actually keeps me running day after day. And I hope after listening in today, it will keep you running day after day as well. And so I'd like to explain these three perspective shifts, these three things that I'd like for you to focus on. And I'd like to do that by jumping back into what I was saying earlier about how I always felt like I had to fit the image being a running coach and a personal trainer, and how I was stressing out all the time about being thinner and fitter than all my clients, worrying about being pretty perfect and polished all of the time. And 
what I realized going through that process, and honestly, it's a process I still find myself being pulled back into now and now and then. It's honestly a constant battle for me. But what I finally realized was that having the knowledge, the education, and the personal experience of struggles as a coach and a personal trainer was way more valuable than just having the look, being thin, or fitting an image. It was way more valuable than presenting myself as perfect and polished as a runner, as a coach, as a personal trainer. And it's taken me years to figure this out. But being a coach who's relatable and real, who lives a life just like you, being a mom or building a business, making those darn meals, doing the dang laundry, running your kids to all their activities, you know, all the dang things. Being relatable and real is actually what matters more from a coach. Because if I can't relate to you, if I don't understand your struggles, if I can't connect with your day-to-day life and help you get the results you're wanting in a way that works within the reality of your life, what kind of coach can I really be? You know, if I've mastered perfection without walking in your shoes and living aspects of your life, how can I really know how to help you? And if I come from a place of expecting you to be perfect and expecting you to get it right all of the time, I'm asking you to do something that's unrealistic and unsustainable. Just like I was asking that of myself. And I know, I know you want to be thinner You want to lose weight, you want to build muscle, you might want to run faster or to master a particular running distance. I know you want all those things and all of them are possible, but coming at it from an angle of striving for perfection, like I mentioned earlier, isn't real and isn't realistic. So today I'd like for you to consider stepping back taking a deep breath and giving yourself permission to start operating from a place of messy and stop striving for pretty, perfect and polished with your running and training, just like I did, because all of it is a bunch of BS. I want you today to consider as one of the perspective shifts is to stop striving for pretty, perfect, and polished. And then that second perspective shift that I would like for you to take today, or at least start considering, is to let your running be messy and imperfect. Just like, for example, being okay when you run two miles instead of the six you planned because you got some bad news and you can barely run another mile without crying. Trust me, I've been there. Let it be messy and imperfect when you lose your consistency streak because this damn pandemic is keeping you in a funk that you just can't seem to shake. I know many of us are struggling with this one right now and we have been for some time. Let it be messy and imperfect when you go out for a run that feels so damn hard 
every single step you take because you're so tempted to have a drink after three months of sobriety because there are so many people I know that are running in this messy place and for this reason alone. That is messy. That is imperfect. That is real. Let it be messy and imperfect when you sign up to run a race and a distance you've never run before. You complete it and you don't enjoy the experience at all. So many runners I know don't run races because they've done one and they didn't enjoy it. That is messy. That is being imperfect. This messy middle, this is where the magic happens with your running and your fitness. It's where you discover, it's where you uncover, you learn more about yourself. You learn your limitations. You learn your capabilities. You learn what your running really is and why you're actually running. And at the beginning of this episode, I mentioned to you that people say one of two things when I tell them what I do for a living. And I hadn't yet explained the second thing people say when I tell them what I do. But this, this second thing they say will lead into the third perspective shift that I'd love for you to focus on today and in the coming week. You know, I already touched on pretty perfect and polished is a bunch of BS. And I touched on making your running messy, which is where the magic happens. And the third thing or perspective shift that I would like for you to consider has to do with the other thing I said people say or ask me when they find out what I do for a living. Now, this person, this person, they're my kind of people. So when I tell them what I do for a living, when they say, so what's your running program all about? There's clearly no judgment coming from them on this one. Just a lot of curiosity. And every time I get asked this question or, you know, their response to what I do comes back with this, I usually struggle to answer it directly. Because my running program and my coaching is not just teaching someone how to either become a runner or get better at running. It's not just teaching them about running shoes and training schedules or strategies and planning or running form or stretching. It's way more than just the running, although it's totally all about the running, which is actually why I wish more women would start running. But I, but I explain that running is a tool. It's a vehicle. It's an activity that I help aspiring female runners with that gets them to something else. It gets them to that third perspective shift I want you to focus on. The ripple effect. The ripple effect of your running is where the magic of that messy middle I just talked about, that magic creates this ripple effect. And this ripple effect is this something else that these women are wanting and that are wanting to create, which is actually much more than the actual physical act of running. This ripple effect can be weight loss, can be building strength, can be completing a distance you've never completed before. 
It can also be about feeling more confident, creating lifelong friendships with like-minded people. It could be staying sober. It could be managing the stress of going through a divorce. It could be finding moments of peace when you're surrounded by chaos and stress. It could be making time for you and you alone. It can be challenging yourself to run a race or a distance just to see if you can. This ripple effect that running creates is what keeps me running day after day and year after year. It's why I coach. It's why I run. It's what my running program is all about. And it's actually why it's so hard for me to really explain what I do and how I do it. Because it's about running, but it's not. And so before we wrap up today's episode, I want to ask you a couple of questions before you jump back into the busyness of your life. Questions I'd love for you to think about the rest of this week. What is the ripple effect you hope your running creates in your life? And how can you let go of pretty, perfect, and polished and embrace the messy middle in your life and with your running so you can create the magic that ultimately creates that ripple effect? And so the three perspective shifts that I hope you'll make in the coming weeks and months with your running and with your fitness is letting go of pretty, perfect, and polished because looking perfect and living perfectly isn't real and isn't realistic. That you will make it messy, especially in the middle, which is where the magic happens. And then you will let that messy middle magic produce a ripple effect or many ripples with your running that makes the actual running matter less, but keeps you running more. These ripple effects in our life that are produced by the act of running, the vehicle, the tool, that's all running is. These ripple effects is what it's all about. It's why so many people get into running and stay running. And I want that for you as well. So Thank you so much, my friend. Thanks for spending some time with me today. I really hope that these three perspective shifts will get you thinking differently about your running and fitness. And until we chat again next week, I would love it if you would go out, grab your running shoes, lace up, being imperfect as all get out, and go enjoy the beautiful outdoors. outdoors.